Let us pray. Come, Holy Spirit, and fill the hearts of these, your faithful, who have gathered here out of love for you on this Christmas day. And may my words and our hearts together glorify you, O God, our rock and our redeemer. Amen. We just heard Reverend Yadi Martinez Reina read the gospel lesson for today from the gospel according to John. And we heard it in a more traditional reading. But I want you to hear it in a paraphrase that was done by Reverend Eugene Peterson. And here is how he put that verse. The word became flesh and blood and moved into the neighborhood. We saw the glory with our own eyes, the one-of-a-kind glory like father, like son, generous inside and out, true from start to finish. I just love that idea of God who comes in flesh and blood, just like we are, to move into our neighborhood. And that in that, we get to see God's glory. You know, I want to say that for most of us, the last three years have been, to say the least, challenging on so many fronts. You know, we had a pandemic, and we've had political strife, and we've had uh, violence, gun violence, violence against certain people, especially our black siblings. And I think uh, it may have felt to some of us like a cruel game of hide-and-seek with God. You know how the game goes. All your friends who are not it go and hide, and you're left it. Counting and counting and counting until you are free to go and look for them. And, and I feel like we spent the last two years and now a third, wondering if we might really be it, that God is causing us to have to play the game. I mean, after all, we've counted cases. We've counted more deaths than we wanted to. We caught and counted our tears and the tears of others. And I think if you're like me, you've probably awakened at 3 o'clock in the morning and done a rundown counting all your fears. And I think probably that it feels like all of this is too numerous to actually count. So... Aren't you tired of counting? And if you are, maybe it's time we started searching for God. And if we are searching for God, we're going to have to look under every rock and around every corner. We're going to have to go into the light places and the dark places. We're going to 
need to look for God in all of the places. <coughs> and it may be that as we look, we will encounter our fears. We will once again find us dabbing our tears. And maybe what we will feel like is all that we are seeing is a residue of God's presence. You know, like when you play hide-and-seek and, and you know somebody was there, but they're not there now. <clears throat> and the temptation will be to think that God isn't there now. The temptation will be to see only the chaos that we live in. So many of our churches and church leaders have lamented the disruption that COVID-19 has brought to our worship life. I mean, you remember how it was in February and early March of 2020? I mean, we all pivoted very quickly to strictly online worship, and, and we said to each, each other and to ourselves, oh, we'll be back together in a couple of weeks at Easter. We laugh about that now. We actually literally thought it would all go away in a couple of weeks. And then a year later, a full year later, a little bit more actually, we went hybrid. We had worship in in this worship space, and then we also had worship online, which was nothing really new for us. At New Church, from early beginnings, nine years ago now, almost ten, we had gone to online worship pretty early. We knew that there were people out there who needed to be able to worship with us, who couldn't get to worship in Dallas, or they were far away, or as in the case that motivated us to do our online worship, they were pregnant and sent to bed and so couldn't come to worship. So we went to hybrid, we went back to hybrid worship, and interestingly, a lot of people left. They didn't come back to us. And I grieve that as we all grieve that. But, you know, worship is a habit. And if you get out of the habit, it's easy to say, I won't come back. And, and worship is a habit. And if you go away for a while, it sometimes feels embarrassing to come back. Don't think that way. Listen. I want you to know that God is everywhere. And you know that already. It, it was a frightening thing as a child to think of God being everywhere, right? That God was with you, you know, out on the playground with your friends while you were talking tough, you know, or at every moment to think that God is everywhere. But, you know, God has a home base here in this worship space. Some people would call it a sanctuary. It's, it's a place of safety. But as Naomi Washington Leaphart shared in her recent devotional, she is a United Church of Christ pastor, 
And she shared this. She shared this from the novel The Color Purple, Alice Walker's famous, now famous, maybe always was famous book. Walker wrote, Suge Avery says to Seeley, Have you ever found God in church? I never did. I just found a bunch of folks hoping God to show. Any God I ever felt in church, I brought in with me. And I think all the other folks did too. They come to church to share God, not to find God. So think about that for a minute. We come to church to share God. We come for a celebratory moment to share what we've discovered of God in the days since we last worshipped. We come to be reminded who God is, not just here in this holy worship space, but out there in the world. And what I want to say to you is taken directly from that paraphrase of Eugene Peterson's. Maybe it's truer that God's home base is the neighborhood. You know, visualize this, will you? I mean... Think about God sitting on the front porch in a neighborhood, watching the kids play and ride by on their bicycles and play hide-and-seek and play chase. Sitting there on the front porch waving at the UPS delivery driver or the person bringing and dropping off the food order. Listening to Beyonce and Taylor Swift and YouTube. Turns out that God wants to be with us in all our messiness of humanity. God wants to be in the neighborhood with us in our good times, in our bad times. You know, God wants to be in this messy life with us when life is too much and you can't seem to get everything done on your to-do list. God wants to be in our lives with us. After all the gifts are open and the wrapping paper is spread out all over the floor and we sit there and look at the Christmas tree and wonder, when will we ever find time to take it down and put the parts in the attic? God wants to be with us when we wake up at 3 o'clock in the morning counting our fears and can't go back to sleep wondering whatever has gone so bad in the world that things have gotten this bad. If we've learned nothing else from the season of Advent as we waited and waited and anticipated the birth of Jesus. If we've learned nothing else from this Christmas day, we need to remember that the Word, the Logos, the Word is with us. God is with us, really with us. Emmanuel, incarnate, living like us in Jesus Christ. Question for us today, and the question we need to ask ourselves most every day, 
and we need to ask each other when we come to worship is, have you seen God in your neighborhood lately? If you're tired of counting, if you're tired of being it, maybe it's time you end your counting and go looking for God. And when you find God, when you find God out there in your neighborhood, then go ahead, bring God on. Bring God on into this worship space because we need God too. We need to share the God we have met in our neighborhood with the God you have met in yours. We need to share with each other the Christmas presence of God in our lives, in the joys and the sorrows and the hopes and the disappointments and the fears and the doubts and the certainties and the hope in life and in death. Come on. Come on to the worship. Come on and bring God with you and, and why not bring a friend too because it's always better when we're together. Come on. Because you see, this God is a God who chooses presence with us. Christmas made that abundantly clear. God's Christmas presence. God's love revealed in the birth of a child so that we would know exactly what God's love looks like in human form. So, let me pray for us now. This is the prayer that Reverend Washington Leapart prayed in her devotional. Let us pray. Oh God, you know where we live. Thank you for moving in, not to displace or shame us, but to share your light and love and life with us. And may our search for you always lead us home. Amen. <laughs>